Oh yeah, the, yeah, that place is pretty good. Is Bourbon A blowing up? Is it getting cool? Bourbon A. <laughs> no, the hottest. No, but, but that brewery's pretty good. Yeah. Was yeah. it Brickstone or something like that? Brickstone. Nowhere. Oh, that's. We know Brickstone. Yeah, yeah. They've been. That one is Brickstone. Yes. This is Brickstone Brewery. Uh, Hop Screamer. Oh, I've heard Bourbon A. I thought you were saying there's another brewery in Bourbon A, and I was like, holy shit. No, Andrew Swan. There's only room for one there. Right. there Brickstone is is quite common now. Look how light it is. That's nice. Uh, I find, like, they always have Brickstone in my grocery store. My grocery store does not have a good beer selection. My wife question why I was putting a beer in my bag this morning. I got to support Dion. <laughs> oh, the Mosaic. Like, yeah, sure. You're going to get on the train and have it. <clears throat> mosaic hops. <laughs> I like it. good. I like how it's all. If there's anything wrong going on, it's oh, it's Dion. You know, you know Dion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a friend like that, like, which I didn't know until years later. But whenever he would get caught with like porn on his computer, he'd be like, "Oh, that was Gavin." No. <laughs> and I would be the guy. So I mean, I'm going over to his house all the time, and his mom probably just yeah. looking at me like, "You son of a bitch." It's like Ralphie <laughs> you in the Christmas son? story. You're like, "Where did you hear that?" Yeah. I couldn't say my dad, so I said, "You know, <laughs> Gavin." Stay on my bathroom, Gavin. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust you. Oh, fudge. Totally. <laughs> it's chilling here. You didn't this do the same thing to him? This is great. Yeah. Uh, no. no. Once you get used to it, just like... My parents didn't know how to turn on the computer, so I was totally... I was in the, in the clear. Yeah. I remember when I got asked over to my nephew's computer to fix it. And it, was, <clears throat> it was not a pretty sight. Yeah. Did we start oh, with it Sorry? Are are we? Yes, we are. Alisa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't notice. Is this your first rodeo? <laughs> you Have you ever been here before? What are we doing? What is this? Oh, I, I'm Micro still working. Phone? Sorry. What is that? Sometimes I have to work. It was really a hard stop, I will say. <laughs> it was a hard stop? Like, in, yes. Yes. Well. It's fine. Uh, we're doing good. We're doing great. We are the Worldwide IT Guys. We're doing great. We're doing great. <laughs> As usual. I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm Dion. Elisa. John. This is Sean. This is Gavin. And the awkward pauses will continue, because mm. that's who we are. <clears throat> uh, so, it's it's Thanksgiving week. Everybody oh, have big plans? Yeah. Sure. We start like, uh, well, we watched uh, the fake news machine yesterday. Yeah. And during the press conference... Uh, Trailer Trash made everyone, before they answered a question... <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> That's very mean. Go on. She made everyone <laughs> tell her what they're thankful for. Right, so we're going to go around the room, and we all have to say <laughs> one thing that we're thankful for this year before we even get started. Wow. I would probably wow. not answer that. Okay, so you who starts? Go, Dion? Um, I'm thankful for this team and my coworkers, uh, friends and family. Um, one thing, one thing, right? And, uh, <laughs> you know... Well, yeah, you have to say at least one thing. Yes. That was kind of the... Her, yeah, that was Trailer Trash's role, rainbows so... And, uh, um, the love of God, uh, and uh, <laughs> the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. Yes, yeah. all of that. The so thanks for the God? help, Gavin. All or of that. For the love of God. God loves. <laughs> I think most of the reporters uh, mentioned the First Amendment. As, <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's perfect. They believe you can't arrest me right now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm thankful for the First Amendment they was the most really popular answer. for Bob Mueller. Yeah. And uh, for this shit show that keeps us busy every day. <laughs> oh, Thank you. So. That's pretty funny. It did. Been like, I'm thankful for the Electoral College that allowed us to squeak in here. <laughs> Second Amendment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
packing. Special thanks to Putin and his his team. Um, WikiLeaks. Oh, no, I'm thankful for WikiLeaks. <laughs> yeah. Julian, if you're out there, <laughs> uh, you know. Anyways, thinking uh, of you. Uh, on this special yeah, thinking of you. Turkey to the hotel embassy. So yeah, so lots to be thankful for this year, including tasty beverages that we enjoy every week. Um, thanks, Brickstone. Next. I'm thankful. Wow, that was all Dion. Yeah. I'm thankful that our vendor, main vendor <coughs> scam uh, company, is so bad that we still have jobs. Oh. <laughs> wow. You're thankful that our, our outsourcing didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Such an Not epic bad. failure. <laughs> we have job security forever now. Job security. <laughs> She's thankful for job security. Perfect. All right. I like to think that they have little to do with the fact that we still have jobs. I, you know, that, but whatever. Right. I don't know. You didn't get my survey answers from last week. <laughs> We'd be working on higher level tasks if they were better. It's not yeah. that they would get rid of us. We, we were sent that survey, I mean, asking us what we thought of our jobs, remember. so. Yeah, but also I'm thankful because it challenges every day our team. So uh, we we learn a lot how to work uh, Whatever, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I already said First Amendment. That's what I thought, John. First, <laughs> just first Amendment. It keeps us I was entertained told, in the room. I was told there, there would be no quizzes, but apparently I... Okay, go on. Sean? Uh, I'll say, well, you know, all the normal stuff, family and friends, as Dion said, the team. Uh, I've also been very thankful of our <clears throat> HR department here that is... Uh, uh, my family's had some health problems, and they've been absolutely amazing. Um, and I would also say what I've been thinking of lately that I'm thankful of vis-a-vis our jobs, two things real quickly. AWS, how easy it is to spin things up, automatic backups. And two, Microsoft transcription uh, uh, services. Yes. Oh, yeah. Give us a good laugh in the office. <laughs> yeah, when we need it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Not many uh, Thanksgiving, you know, what I'm thankful for is for Microsoft Transcription, other than yeah. that one. Yeah. I don't know I'm if thankful a, for it in all the reasons they wouldn't have anticipated. I, I don't know if there's a that's a tease for something coming, but I can't wait if yeah. it is. It's not a tease. It's I don't like, have yeah. anything. You don't have and one? Oh. We will have that in in our chat as well. It will be awesome. Yes, indeed. My phone has a yeah. few if we want to dive in. Gavin, other than the love of God? Uh, yeah, uh, just being alive in the year of our Lord 2017. Uh, and, uh, yeah, friends and family, all the all the good stuff. I think you guys said it. I don't have anything special or important to say. That's that's kind of where I am on this. I uh, Thanks very much. Yada, yada, the same old stuff, whatever everybody else said. Uh, can we move on from this? <laughs> I'm why sorry that took that three minutes. Why is uh, jo- John stepped out? Why did Trailer Trash have to influence oh, our... Don't talk about John like that. I mean, <laughs> his term. His he term. thought he was going to just, you know, bring it up. So no, I think it's great. I think it's right. absolutely I, perfect. Yeah. I. You know what? I feel like gratitude is something that we should practice every day. We don't need a special day to do it. Oh. Jesus, Gavin. Oh. You show up once a week, and this is the crap you're going to spew. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. It's important. I think it's one of the foundations of a, of a healthy, important, you know, a healthy, balanced life. Is are we getting emotional here? Because I, I agree on paying it forward and and doing the right thing for the sake of doing the right thing. So yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It kind of goes hand in hand with being grateful for everything and everyone. Yeah. God, this is this is kumbaya heavy. Yeah, yep. I like yeah. it. It's it's. Actually, <laughs> you got this me. is new for me. <laughs> you all, the room. This, all this uh, therapy. 
-hmm. <laughs> it's like a therapy, group therapy. It's about reflection and being thankful. Yeah, because in in Latin America we don't have this. We don't have thanks. We don't have <laughs> Thanksgiving. We only have like a review of the year. What was good? What uh, was a bad? I'm not going to argue. Life. At, at the New Year's Eve, everybody start to review their lives. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, but that's all. We don't have the thankful setup. I think Thanksgiving is the best holiday. Bar none. Absolutely the right thing to do. It's being uh, exported all around the world. Uh, I hear it's like in, like, in really? Japan and stuff. Uh, so oh, even where there was never a... Well, it, I, the yeah. idea of being having a day of of thanks and gratitude is, is good. It is yeah. funny that ours is basically due to the fact that we came over here and took over the country. <laughs> yeah, we feel so guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you welcomed you know, us with open arms and corn, that's and not, yeah, that's not why we're grateful. We're, come on, but it's not why we're grateful. But I mean, you know, they but they didn't start the holiday. Either. I wonder if the Native Americans like, oh, we shouldn't have shown them how to farm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Don't show them the corn. We should have just let them die. They came here for know? gold. We should have just given them the gold and let them leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Pretty much. We got a different gold. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, you know, it was being grateful for getting through that season, getting through. That's how it all started, sure. right? Yeah. So being thankful for something is something um, every society, every individual, to Gavin's point, is a positive thing. Shouldn't we ask the, uh, to the audience to get some tweets about being grateful? <laughs> yeah. uh, one, other, one. one other little coincidence here okay. is that this has been a federal holiday in our country since the year of 1864. Year of our year. Lord, 1864. 1864. Sorry. Huh, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> so it was started during Lincoln? the Civil War. <laughs> was that Lincoln, yeah, that, president, that made it a holiday? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't 1864 the height of the Civil War? Um, Perhaps. <laughs> Is that when our company was founded? The height or the end Shh. of the Civil War? <laughs> when, when did the Civil War? Was yeah, I don't know what year. Spoiler. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought it was an interesting year that we've been celebrating it since. Go yeah, on. Civil War ended in 1865. Yeah. one started in 61, ended in, eight, in Yeah, I thought it was toward the end. Yeah, we so it, is, it was towards the end. We were thankful for things as it was winding down. That's good. <laughs> as it was winding down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for this wind down. <laughs> I should have been shot. I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I see great things in our future. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Poor guy. Yeah, Jeez. poor guy. Good uh, for him to figure out that we should be grateful for things in the middle of a war. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. Uh, he can find something to be happy about in that. Yeah. One yes. of our, he, Although they say there are no atheists and foxholes, so I think it's a little bit of that. Like, you know. <laughs> what about foxes? You're really gr uh, gracious or you have a lot of gratitude when you're, you know. Yeah. Marching all day. But, uh. I, you know, I heard an urban legend that we exported Thanksgiving to Japan uh, mostly based on Kentucky Fried Chicken or something like that, like going <laughs> over there and trying to sell a bunch of chicken. If that's great, that's hilarious. <laughs> I got to Google that. that it sounds so right. It sounds so American. It's a bucket of chicken on the table instead of a turkey. That's well, awesome. We exported Black Friday <laughs> yeah, that to is uh, England. No, it's uh, worldwide. Oh, it's you worldwide have Black, Fri yeah, Black Friday, Friday everywhere. Yeah, corporations are worldwide. Yeah, that's I'm sure. Yeah, <clears throat> we've ruined it for everybody. Yeah, and when does it You're start welcome. at like... Two in the afternoon it on started, Thanksgiving. It yesterday. Today. Yeah, yeah. Today. <laughs> Black Friday week. Yeah. Yes. It's just stupid. Yes. My wife was leaving a store 
the other day she was leaving whatever store and and this woman literally the shop worker is given these flyers and she literally like thrust it into her face and said black friday that's kind of what it was. Get your ass in here on Friday. 5,000 calories. So you're fueled up for spending the night out here. And you have enough energy for all the fights you're going to be in. Conscripted in the consumer war. Yeah. Holy crap. Do it. <clears throat> Pass. I yeah, don't right. participate. Oh, my God. Even just the traffic to get into the malls. I have no desire to ever be a part of Black Friday. There's nope. never been a thing ever. My, it was my girlfriend's sister and her husband. Like, they were just obsessed with getting this one deal. And so we woke up, and we got in a line out in the suburbs in, like, uh, I think it was, like, Wheaton, Illinois or something. And uh, we just lined up, and it was just chaos. It was it was ridiculous. I felt embarrassed for myself to be in that line. I really <laughs> did. I'm not even kidding. Like, I felt disgusted. Has anybody else done it? You know what? I have never done Black Friday, but that sort of reminded me of, like, a, f- a few Christmases ago, like Cora really wanted a doll, and somehow there was like a miscommunication where we thought somebody else was getting her a doll, and then we we realized like on Christmas Eve she didn't have a doll; she had other stuff. So we're like, oh, we're we're gonna run out and get her a doll. And we were at Toys R Us was open till like 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve, and it was just chaos and a mess. And we felt so. We talked to a couple other parents, like, oh, don't you just we we just feel like shitheads? Yeah, we just fell through there. Now we gotta go through these. But there was this one customer. <laughs> Was screaming at management like, I have never seen a store this messy with this bad of a selection, and you have lost a customer. And I'm like, Oh jeez, what is she she doing, acting like this on Christmas Eve? Somebody totally (laughs) clueless on the whole program. I thought it was like one of the most American consumer moments I've ever seen. (laughs) I am appalled. (laughs) You've made a month of straight mistakes, and then you go in and lay into this person. You know, terrible, absolutely terrible. So something else you just talked about, or someone did. We talked on the train this morning about how many calories are in the uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, typical, and it ranges. They're saying up to like five thousand if you only have like two beers or two glasses of wine. I'm like, that doesn't happen on any Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Just I don't have 5,000, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They, they added up, like, turkey and gravy and the, the two or three sides. Yeah. And pecan like a... pie or dessert. Yeah. And then... Uh, I usually skip dessert. Appetizers beforehand. Yeah. And it is a lot. It is, is that, like, lot. an early afternoon dinner and then, like, maybe snacking later? Yeah, or... I, I think it's one sitting. Just one sitting, okay. Like, one serving wow. of each of these. But I don't know what it's like in your house. So in our house, you pretty much, like afternoon, stuff comes out as just snacky stuff, right? So you you got, whether it's cheese and crackers. cheese ball or something, yeah. You got, uh, you know, my mom usually has, like, shrimp that she brought, and so you're you're noshing on some shrimp. It's whatever you're doing. And then dinner happens, whatever. In our house, it tends to be between three and four-ish. And you plow through this ridiculous meal, but it's like you're sitting around the table literally for like an hour and a half, two hours, just because you're sitting around a table talking and noshing and doing what you do. Yeah. Right? And then you end up done. Like, that's three in the afternoon. You're done. You don't eat anything in the evening, really. So you also don't have two brother-in-laws in the liquor industry <laughs> where we have bottles of wine open. Mm-hmm. That's usually what nonstop. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So we the, have the booze yeah. drinks beforehand. You're drinking the entire time. Yeah. So, but same thing. I mean, 
it's a lot of food, it's a lot of calories, but it's an event. It's that's well, of course, kind of the whole it's point. a bad thing. <laughs> Someone just mentioned five thousand calories going to a you know Black Friday sale. That just that's why you me. do it. You gear up for Friday. Uh-huh. Got to be ready to go. Uh, we talked about uh, the Joey pants from Friends, where it's like eating pants. The eaten pants. <laughs> I really hadn't heard it and seen it really until Joey wore like maternity pants to Thanksgiving, where he had room and he walked around. I shared the picture in the group chat, but basically, it was like we have that discussion where it's like we we feel like we want to dress up every year, you know, put like a collared shirt on, go there, what? and right? that, but here's what happens: we do that, and the rest of my family is there in sweatpants. They're in their Thanksgiving eating pants, you know, they got their Blackhawks jersey on or whatever, and it's like, boom, you know, bears, gear, and we're like, why are we dressed up? So we finally learned we don't dress up anymore, and I'm like, I really want the Joey pants, though. Like, I want to walk in with these, like, <laughs> sweatpants. Give me some eternity pants. Low, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, opposite, just yeah. so everybody's like, all right, he's here to eat. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Stop fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> Zubas. Where is Zubas? Ooh, wow. <laughs> I didn't have like I did have them. Those but I don't have them anymore. They made so. a little comeback a couple years ago. So, so I remember. We did talk that. about that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, uh, one thing I'm grateful for, honest to God, grateful for. So yesterday I spent my day not doing what I thought I was going to spend my day doing. I ended up, um, some of you know, I have a place in Indiana. Uh, my furnace wasn't working. Oh, oh. Uh, Hopefully you this is pilot had light. to go there. Pilot oh. light. Uh, so I ended up. <laughs> Did you have an app after, to tell you that it wasn't working? After a meeting with parent, you know, with teachers oh, at the school, I ended mm-hmm. up driving up there and um, couldn't get it going myself. Which it's happened three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row, we've had an issue. First okay. time I went up on the weekend, dealt with it. Power cycle everything came right right back on. Everything was good. A week later, told my neighbors, just go in there and do this. It'll be fine. They went in there and did it. Nothing. They were like, no, no, no. I go, you're not doing something right. Called the furnace guys out. Furnace guy came out, looked at it, went, it's running. What's your problem? So somehow they did fix it, but they didn't know they fixed it. Hmm. So this time it happened again, and I went, well, I'm not going to ask the neighbors again because clearly they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So I drove out again, did everything I was supposed to do, didn't come back on. It, it fired, but it, like, went out immediately. So here comes the furnace repair guy, and he was great. He had uh, uh, overalls on, and he had this cap and a nice ponytail coming out of the back of his cap. He was probably he was probably my age, a little older than me, um, and... He, like, starts futzing with things. I told him what my experience was. He was like, well, it's a 25-year-old furnace. Oh, and I said, okay, Ooh, okay, it's a 25-year-old furnace. I, I get that. So he mucks with it for a while. Turns out it was the connections. It was the electrical connections. He said they're brittle. They're, they're an issue. It's a 25-year-old furnace. He must have said it's a 25-year-old furnace about 20 times. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's an old furnace. Ross, how old are you? <laughs> he's 26. Oh, he's 26? I was going to say, you know. Almost as old as Ross. Go- and <laughs> Goes to shit after 25. And <laughs> so I am grateful for furnace repairman with ponytail coming out, fixing my furnace. No. Um, 
but it looks like Steve's getting a furnace for Christmas. Yay! Oh, <laughs> oh he fixed the connection? He did, but he was like, you know, Just what, what you'd have to do is, like, I'll come back, and we'll replace all these wire harnesses, and we'll get it all cleaned up, and basically... That's going to be a lot in labor. Do you really want to do that on a 25-year-old furnace? Because guess what? The blower's going to go guess what? probably in the next, in the next I was year. I say the blower. I yeah. want to and imagine, then this is going to yeah. go, and then that's yep. going to go, yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, I want to imagine this guy is one of those people who, like, tells the same stories to, like, everyone he meets, and then he's just going over to the guy in yeah, the store, sure. like, this guy had a 25-year-old furnace. <laughs> Goes home to his wife, 25-year-old furnace. Just keep going. <laughs> Seems like you get lucky every year at Christmas time with these big ticket items. Wasn't last year you had to fix your dog? I fi- yeah, I had to repair a dog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Repair a dog. <laughs> a 25-year-old dog. <laughs> Can you imagine a vet saying that? This is a four-year-old dog. That's 28 years in dog years. Might as well just replace it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my furnace. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yay. New furnace. Never wanted a furnace for Christmas, but <clears throat> what are you going to do? Um, so what's going on in the world of technology? We are the worldwide IT guys. We've talked about Thanksgiving. We've talked about what trailer trash. What else did we talk about? <laughs> uh, I'm sad to say I will not be getting the Apple home. What? Oh, yeah. Well, they delayed Christmas. it. Yeah. They delayed it. They delayed it. Not your fault. Just wasn't ready, I guess. Well, the, the one thing I like, but I right now, uh, my Wi-Fi is not working. Our, our all all of our yeah, Wi-Fi are not working, just so you know. Oh, it did. Yeah. But There's internal DNS problems we're having. That's why I left the room. Uh, the, the Tesla, uh, that rocket car, I think is hilarious. That was That awesome. we were talking about yesterday. It goes... Something like... I'm going to have to do this off memory because the internet's so bad. But it's, it's, uh, zero to, it was 0 to 60... In like 1.5 seconds. Super fast. Oh, wow. And it was 0 to 100 in 4 something, which is going to beat any other production car ever. 0 to 100 in 4.2 seconds. Yes. 0 to 100. We were just laughing. But the the problem is, then it just dies, right? He says all the battery it has. Battery's done. Battery empty. (laughs) (laughs) Got to plug it in again. The the top speed will be about 250 miles an hour. It's amazing. Um, And we were just thinking... Where could you possibly, like, what road could you, like, could you imagine just merging onto I-290? Yeah. <laughs> like, four seconds. Just predicting where you're going to be in four seconds. You're going to be in the lake. Traffic. You're going to be in the lake. Yeah. That's where you're going to be. It's almost like those, like, Star Trek movies where they're like, if we teleport you without proper calculations, you'll end up in a mountain and you won't even be able to expand. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The hyper jump. Like, yeah. Hyperdrive. Turn this car on. Without- <laughs> that, that would be. That's just crazy to me. I want one, but it's you know two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It says so, it's got a six hundred twenty you know. mile battery range. Yeah, at That's twenty miles an hour. If, <laughs> if you gun it to a hundred, yeah, who knows what it'll do? Then it'll, it'll go like ten miles. Be a fun <laughs> way to run that battery down, though. Yeah. I, yeah. I love. Was this like a surprise announcement? Didn't they, uh, or at least the way that I saw it, how they had unveiled it is like they were unveiling the semi truck, yes. and then they were like, "Guess what's in the semi truck?" Blow everyone's minds, doors open, and this uh, this amazing car pops out. It was rocket. Yeah, it was rocket. I mean, we shared that the Tesla, the current Tesla, went up against in a drag race in a quarter mile, and it beat everything, like, by a nose a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, the last and, month and then the cars ago. beat it. After the quarter yeah. mile, or, yeah, after the quarter mile, it was about to just get its ass kicked. Yep. yep. Right. So I think Tesla's like, oh, yeah? Well, and so well, I think did you see what I, we'll see. I think... IBM is working on it with Lamborghini, but Lamborghini 
is working on an electrical car that can accelerate that fast, but keep it, and it's not going to use a battery. Instead, and I forget what the term was, it was like uh, a, an electroconductor. The body frame is just going to hold a charge. The like kinetic body. energy? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, I forget what it was huh. called. I, I can't look it up right now because of the internet. But, um, but yeah, that so that's how Lamborghini, because that is something that, sports cars are struggling with with this electric revolution is that you can't that real high performance doesn't last long yeah so lamborghini feels the way to get around that is you can't just have this big heavy battery but the frame of a car needs to be heavy already so if you could just turn the frame into into the battery battery, it would work MIT, not IBM. Oh, okay. And well, MIT's that, working that on it. That speaks well for that project. Yeah. <laughs> Just, so, now, now it's actually real, and it may happen. Um, but yeah, MIT's working with them on that. It's, and it's, do you have the term, what it was? It was, but it's not technically a battery. It's, it's, it has like a different chemical react, like a battery stores lithium and ion and does a chemical reaction between the two. This thing like, just holds electricity somehow. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Is it a flux capacitor? Yes. <laughs> yes. They're using a flux capacitor. It, you have to hit a lightning bolt for you it to work. You have to hit 88 miles an hour, and then it kicks in. No, this came out yesterday because uh, Porsche just came out with a, a stupid uh, fast car as well. Stupid fast car. <laughs> I mean, it was like 0 That'd to 60 in the guy 2 said. seconds. And it's it's I don't have the exact fast, but it's it's trust stupid me, it's stupid fast. fast. It's stupid fast. <laughs> That's all you need to know. So what's who's going to use this truck? Like, did they? Was this just their unveiling of the truck to say, hey, you know, uh, whatever company, you know, Schneider or whatever your trucking company, yeah. buy my electric trucks? Who's going to use it? Is anybody going to use this thing, or is it? I don't. I saw on Twitter this uh, <clears throat> this engineer do some of the math for it and say that it's pretty much like a completely impractical vehicle, and just comparing the. Density to you know to weight to diesel to how much it costs. It's just going to be there's no one's going to buy these things is what I what I saw. So I, I don't know what the market is and how realistic it is and how hot this take was, but I don't know. What did you guys hear about it? I could see that. I don't. I'm always amazed. I mean, this is just anecdotal and what I see visually, but I'm always amazed when I pass semis that like their gas tanks relative to how huge they are don't look that big and mm-hmm. they just run. All day long. Yep. You know, and it just seems like it'd be hard. Well, they do stop from time to time to fill up those gas <laughs> yeah. tanks. But but but, well, but I think they only have to stop out also. Like, like, the gas lasts as long as the human driver can drive in a day, I think. I, I, I could be wrong on that, but I, I think they can get, like, well, the, eight the hours of driving out of those tanks. Right, but the long-haul truckers, you know, they pair. Yeah. They pair up. And oh, they, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. So they're team driving across country. Oh, okay, I did not realize that. Um but it, it does seem like that ratio would be hard to beat. But, I mean, this would be the first generation. But, yeah, who's right. going to yeah. buy it? They're going to yeah. get it. Yeah. Only get better, hopefully. But yeah. Well, the weight thing is an interesting problem, I, I think, because, you know, we see it. Um, there's train tracks that were sort of not used for a long time or lightly used. Now they're used all the time, and they're used by longer, bigger, heavier trains. Mm-hmm. And all of those tracks are now, you know, needing to be redone. Sure. The, the crossings for cars because they're so heavy, yeah. they're having such an impact. You look at what, you know, these Tesla cars are pretty damn heavy because yeah. of that battery. Now you put that in a truck, yeah. it's going to be heavier than the truck, the trucks today. Yeah. You load them up and the, the weight of the truck, it, it's going to have an impact on the roads. Sure. 
And yeah. that's another cost that you, you need to consider in, in that whole equation. I'm just curious who, like, it's great. Was it just a stunt? Let's build a truck. <laughs> Let's prove that we can build a yeah. truck. Nobody's going to use it. The whole point is to put this really cool, fast car in it. That's the whole idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that we have your attention, check this shit out. <laughs> bait, bait and switch. Because we're going to get fast. a lot of fat asses driving this car. That's the whole point. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, here is a... Okay, so someone did the math and saying that a 300-gallon <clears throat> tank for a truck weighs about 2,070 pounds. Uh, and they go into efficiency and BTUs and all the like energy stuff produced off this, and they're saying that uh, lithium cells um, that would require basically a hundred thousand pounds of battery versus <laughs> two thousand, you know, Jesus. for these things. And this is someone's napkin math, um, but I guess they linked to someone else who did a little bit more uh, formal math on it. That's just, serious. Uh, yeah, so they're hopefully m- maybe they have some type of trick that nobody knows about that they're doing with the weight and something really smart. What if it's all just gas inside it? <laughs> That'd be amazing. And those charge stations are actually putting gas in. And we've all been conned. Yeah. Elon Musk, biggest con man. Knows yeah, that. and that's why you have to charge it at their stations. Like right. it won't work at your house. You know? Like Volkswagen would do. Yeah. <laughs> You're just live. It's priority doing it. Yeah, we yeah. got an electric yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. Sure we oh, yeah. Uh, we yeah. kept it loud just to, for safety reasons. Yeah. You know, yeah. In case there's deaf kids running around. Like that. Yeah, that baby's fully electric. He's great. also never been to space. It's all an elaborate production. Like all, loop that movie. would be so great if it's all a lie. <laughs> well, most of his rockets blow up, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they have. Like, I think his last three have blown up. These guys like, well, this is why space is hard. Oh, space come on. is They've hard. They've done He's some serious like land, re-landing of these things. At least there's fake video of this. Oh, did you see the, speaking of fake video, did you see the latest on the whole lunar landing? No, no, no. There's no. so apparently somebody uh, took a photo of one of the astronauts from whatever it was seventy or sixty-seven or something, and they have the the shield right the 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 reflection that's in the astronaut shield mm-hmm. uh-huh. there it is. face shield, and they blew it up and they see a dude that looks like he's in 70s garb in there going, here's proof! Here's proof! He's got bell-bottoms on? What's he, what's he wearing? In a he's mustache? wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. <laughs> Is that David Cassidy? Yeah. What's he doing there? <laughs> yeah, they were using oh. a set. The Partridge family. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was great to see, you know, the conspiracy oh, just God, keeps going. Oh, God, that's hilarious. And, and that's what they got. They got a dude in the reflection, a stagehand, as they... I was going to bring up, we're talking about cars and technology, uh... Uber and Volvo just I signed saw a that, deal. Yeah. So Uber's going to buy like 24,000 self-driving cars in the next two years to put into the Uber fleet. Mm-hmm. So what could possibly go wrong with this? It's going to be fine. I mean, what's Uber ever done that's wrong? Oh, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> How have they gone wrong? Ooh. Um you see, there, there's I'm a self-driving it. bus yeah, in I Vegas think it's great. that got yeah. into an accident. It's like the first self-driving bus to get in an accident. It, I mean, it was, it was a, a, a very minor fender bender, but there are certain things where it seems like... Although, you also got to keep in mind, everyone, whenever this happens, people are like, see, they still can't do everything. It's like, well, but you got to rate it against how good are we as drivers. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're still better than us, but I guess I guess a truck was backing up out of an alley, and the the self-driving bus was just stayed there while the the truck backed into it. Like, it didn't... It wasn't like, oh, I need to move backwards 
to give him room, or I need to honk the horn. It just it just sat there and took it. It doesn't. Re- yeah, the computer didn't realize just how much of an idiot the guy was. Yeah, yeah. he's not gonna so, hit me, right? This yeah, is he's back. not gonna hit me. I'm I, not breaking I any laws. I have the right away. I'm That's doing what okay these here. Do. <laughs> yeah. I, how would they you keep a calculator for a that, moron? Like, yeah. Wait, this guy must be an idiot. He's driving, you know... If it was like a regular bus, the bus driver would have been napping. Yeah. And he would have done the same thing. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? It, yeah. It's not the bus's fault. Uh, well, I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but I always hate the argument when, like, well, when are they going to solve this problem where uh, a pedestrian runs out onto the road and the self-driving car has to make a decision, do I kill my passenger or the pedestrian? And it's like, We've why do they need this. to solve that? I mean, <laughs> we don't have that solved as human drivers. I mean, either but way. But that's always the I'm case. either What's paying the... for the ride or I well, bought this car. You save me, asshole. That's what the computer does. But theoretically, won't they actually ha- won't, won't someone have to spend time writing that algorithm somewhere? And then isn't someone going to no, have to No, I don't like... think you do. I think you just... Focus on driving the roads, and when that happens, Hold on, there's just no, let it land how it lands. There's no don't hit a pedestrian algorithm anywhere in the car. But because if there's yeah. one of them, then I don't think they should add that. Okay, <laughs> I, I think many people would say <laughs> oh, what points. But I mean, I think they should system. slow down for road obstructions. But if I, I mean, road obstructions, yeah. right? Well, that's a human in front of it is a road obstruction. Right. So at what point do you say, well, slow down for obstructions, stop for obstructions? And crash for instru- you as a yeah. you as a vehicle make the decision to in this case turn into the wall as opposed to hitting. If you say I'm going to hit something, hit the wall. Don't hit the group of yeah. you know kids. Yeah, so, I would right? not write that software. You would just not story. write that software. I would not. I think it could introduce other bugs. I would never write software that makes selective decisions. Save yourself, save not that person. I would just say, just just slow down as best you can and yeah. let the chips fall where they may. Because I think once you try to write that sort of like these moral choice software decisions, I think it just can introduce bugs, and you can't even predict the consequences, in my opinion. I, I'm with you, but at the same time, we as people are taught, when we're taught to drive, to take, you know, be aware and take... What is my out, right? If something goes awry here, where do I go? I have a shoulder. I'm going to go to the shoulder so that I don't get into this collision, right? Yeah. The bus has to or these self-driving vehicles have to have the same level of training. There is a logical out. What should you choose? Well, Sean's like, absolutely not. It. They do not have to. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, they everyone to. will. But then nobody, they then, will. Then nobody, you know, they will never happen in that I, scenario. I think their reaction times are going to be so good, and they're going to see so far ahead on the road, that I realistically don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to be so good at deceleration, and the reaction times are so fast, hmm. that I don't think it's a problem. And I think if they can't do it in time, they just run them over. <laughs> yeah, Wait, it's kind of like decelerated a, yeah. rate. Hit it's the kind squirrel, of like, hit the deer. Yeah, matter, just run it's just it. like that. Like you know, the person who you know flings the wheel to the left to like avoid roadkill is going right. to cause an accident. You yeah. just have to keep at your pace. Just hit it, or yeah, or try to slow down without being reckless. Deer could be a problem. Deer could be a problem. I'm really glad this yeah. group is not programming these vehicles. That's all <laughs> hey, I will say. Hey, we're trying to reduce bugs here. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that at a congressional panel. <laughs> hey, we're just trying to reduce bugs, pal. <laughs> Look, buddy, do you have any of our unit tests passed today? If <laughs> <laughs> you ever submitted a bug with <laughs> IBM, <Yeah. laughs> a tick with IBM, it doesn't happen, okay? 
<laughs> closed, not a bug. <laughs> and I would also, yeah, and I would just also put out, like, also, like, don't forget how bad human drivers are. It's like, yeah. you ever driven in Wisconsin after 9 p.m.? They're drunk. I mean, every single driver on the road, you know? They're hitting well, shit. We do have to hold it to a realistic standard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and that is another piece of the puzzle, right? It, but it never gets played <laughs> out in this conversation of, well, should we do this or shouldn't we do this? It's going to be better if we programmed it that way. You're yeah. absolutely right. It's going to be better than any human set yeah. of human drivers, mm-hmm. just because it's not the drunk asshole. Yeah, exactly. It's not the furious the guy coming home from work. Moral decisions already been made. Get rid whatever. of the human driver. Yeah. <laughs> That's the moral decision. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of us. <laughs> yeah, totally. We're the worst part of that Absolutely. equation. So, yeah, I agree. So, uh, speaking of programming things, um, uh, Microsoft just came out with their latest version of uh, Visual Studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you saw this. No. They are doing a, a tool. They're building into their tool kind of the Google Docs of programming for pair programmers. So you can sort of be programming at the same time in two versions of Visual Studio and managing that, um, watching the person next to you or across the world, effectively, program at the same time. Good idea or bad idea? In this case, I could see, you know, two people with a disagreement about how, you know... (laughs) The car should drive. Sean on one side, me on the other, going, no, asshole. Yeah. We have to make this decision point. But seriously, Visual Studio, I think there was a discussion in our dev group about you know, the latest and greatest IDEs and what should people be using. We've never talked about pair programming. Yeah. We, do we like pair programming? Could you guys survive in that environment? I don't like it. I don't. I, I I find the code reviews give you just as much value because I think like when you put two programmers on a, a task, usually just instinctually, if if they're both good programmers, you know, you and that other person are going to agree on like ninety percent of the code probably, and then it's usually like this ten percent that you end up kind of having a back and forth about what's good or bad, you know. Um, so I feel it's just a waste to make you do it at a peer level for everything. Well, I don't feel like we've ever had the luxury of saying, well, we're going to put two people on this. Yeah, we don't, we're don't. we not even budgeted <laughs> for it. <laughs> right. yeah. And we do, I will say we are. We do, like, maybe during the design phase, we'll, we'll often have, like, yeah. a peer discussion where, like, let's talk this out. Let's, <clears throat> what should this look like? But then, yeah. like, once we get that sort of mocked, it's assigned to one person who then comes back to the group for reviews. Yeah, yeah. pair programming is, uh, isn't for... Uh, this, uh, make some decisions while coding because if you do decision while coding, you will do, pro- you will insert problems there. You have yeah. to design first and then, and the decisions are taken on the design phase. But, uh, per programming is a good, uh, practice when you have to have something out of the door in very quickly and you have Four pair, per, uh, two pairs of eyes on the code, and you you don't want to run into bugs uh, because there is somebody else looking into your code, or maybe you you run into a, a little like uh, oh I forgot how to do this function, or I remember that uh, there was an algorithm, but I don't, and you have to switch from programming into into research. 
sometimes working in pairs, you have the other one uh, suggesting ideas. Yep. Uh, that is the value of pair programming. But it's true that it's expensive because you have to have two uh, programmers for one task. Yeah, and, and, and the <laughs> other thing that I feel like would take time is, is getting people ramped up to that point where they understand and oh, can yeah. work in that work tandem, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. To have so, an intelligent comment on what you're doing in the code base. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's going to be a cost to the introduction of the process. Yeah, usually the, the, the practice is for a senior plus a junior programmer. So you have the senior, like, surveilling or uh, teaching or is is very useful when you are jumping in uh, w- w- when you are onboarding a new member to your team because you give a task and you don't want the pro- the new programmer to break your code uh, while they are committing code sure so sure i <clears throat> for me like i'm really bad at that type of stuff like even if someone's you know, behind me at my desk, just looking over my shoulder. I, like, almost literally can't type. Like, just, uh, I get, like, a little bit of... I'll stop standing behind Performance you. Really anxiety. Started. Exactly. Yes. Performance. I really, I seriously do, and I, I just, I can't do it. And, like, like I've been to job interviews where you they're, You know like, 98% of the time I'm behind you, I'm looking yeah. at Dion. I haven't... I do it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I've been to job <laughs> interviews where they're... Can you pee in public? Something yeah, do you like, stage for it? go to the bathroom? Difficult. You can pee in public, though, right? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Depends. Okay. Um, All right. Well, we're getting somewhere. Is that what they ask you in the job interview? <laughs> yeah, can you pee in public? That was our third question for Kevin, actually. But yeah, I, I, so I find it like I, it would really mess me up, and then and sometimes like I don't uh, just like I'd be up in my head too much, and my coding style is sometimes uh, where I'll just do a quick little jot of like a like a really rough draft of something, and like I don't know if I want someone to be to bother to look at my rough draft of something, and then I'm going to go back and refine it. Like I would just want them to care about the finished product, like just see it in the code review, and then like. In terms of, oh, hey, I forgot what that algorithm is, or like, hey, is this a good design choice in terms of code structure? Like, I'll, I'll do that all the time with Aaron, while I'll just be like, hey, this is what the JSON response is going to be like, you know, or something. Or, you know, he'll be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm not sure if that's just because he has such a great mental picture of all of the projects that he just kind of has in his memory at all the time. Maybe it, it wouldn't work with everyone else, but uh, I find that just, that's just super effective, and it takes two seconds on Slack to do that. So uh, I never fully understood how our environment could support pair programming. So this is not something that I would ever go like, we should be doing more of this. Um, and I think everything I've heard here is sort of supported that. And I agree with you, Sean. I think, you know, there's there's design conversation, architecting something where it is more collaborative, and then go off and do what you do and review and make sure that, you know, things are delivered the right way. That all makes perfect sense. Not don't think Visual Studio, because I know everybody has their opinions about Visual Studio, but does sort of this interface, is there a place for it in our environment? Could watching somebody actively code in certain cases be a value? Because I think this is a potential value add for down the road in a tool set that people want to use, being able to collaboratively work on the same set of code at the same time. I don't know. I I don't feel that way, and I feel Get gets you something that's almost as but close to that. There is a tool before, before uh, like I, I heard about it like two years ago, uh, called Screen Hero, and a lot of coders are using it uh, to practice pair programming uh, virtually. 
mm-hmm. uh, and it just stopped working because uh, for about a year because Slack bought it and now it's integrated it in Slack. Mm. Uh, it is especially focused on this uh, case of pair programming. Well, uh, you've been able to share screen, uh, GNU slash screen uh, share sessions screen, remotely. Sure. Uh, edit the code. Or I mean, you can, you can do it that way too. Sure. Yeah. What, I, what I'm thinking though is more sort of yeah, no, I mean, like, in real yeah, time I think where the, basically you open a file and you go, oh, crap, yeah. Aaron's already in that file. Yeah. You go, that's all right. I'm going to work down here. He's working on I have a hard time. Absolutely like, not. You can't even no. do that in MSX Excel without. Yeah. And One I, punctuation error can break an entire application. But you can in Google Sheets. Yeah. Okay? There's going to be there's constant no merge mm. issues. and Yeah, there's no way in hell that would that would work. Um, yeah, that sounds like some programming <coughs> is not like that. <coughs> like you have the same file and you are writing uh, 30 lines above. I know above. that's not pair programming. Yeah. I'm yeah. asking if that tool... <coughs> could have an application for our team in some way, shape, or form. If Microsoft can do it work. <laughs> I wonder. No, I, I think that was developed by sales guys <laughs> to pitch to project managers. Yeah. And Microsoft's developers would be like, oh, boy, I pity the team that has to <laughs> deal with this shit. So you know? I think the most useful thing that I had heard about all this is, like, number one, yeah. So, like, I think code reviews are great and static as long as someone is actually paying attention and, and understands the code. So, like, in Elisa's case where it's like, hey, we got to get this out the door, but I re- it really needs to be right. Like, would you rather have just say, hey, four people, you guys, this is a really important code review, code change, please review it thoroughly, or would you say, watch someone develop the code? Like, what's more useful? Like, I'd rather review it. I don't want to watch you do your work. Yeah, I might, I might say <laughs> no, that. No, I, I want to see the finished product, because right. I don't know, like, you're going to unit test it, I don't want to find something shit. wrong. Gavin, like, then, throws out some stupid <laughs> yeah, idea, I mean, and then guy. I got to go, that's crap. <laughs> Well, you might make the same mistakes, too, of someone else. If, if, like, they create a variable and they miss the name and, like, you might be following yeah. the logic I mean, it, it's, holes that they do. It's an iterative process yeah. developing your own code, and I don't need to see the early iteration. So I mean, that nobody wants to see a play before it's ready to be staged, right? Mm-hmm. You know? So that was one scenario that I thought sounded useful and maybe less so. But the other one, was the final one, was just a junior developer with a senior developer of, like, teaching technique, like, where it's not necessarily, you know, hey we're doing this for both of our benefit, but for a senior developer to be like, hey, here's what I do. I create the data structure first, and then I create all these things around it, or, you know, whatever, this is my approach. Or, hey, I'm a test-driven development guy, and this is this is how I do it. This we, is what a useful unit test looks like to me, and blah, I would blah, blah, say blah, blah, you blah. guys don't go too long without those code check-ins either normally, True. right? Yeah. Because we have not only no, your daily updates, in. but you're also checking in code very often, so you never really get too far off the beaten path of, the direction of what you want to go towards or how you want to do it mm-hmm. without some sort of feedback. So yeah. sh- very short leash- leashes for a, a you know metaphor so that you guys are kind of almost in that, that realm of yeah, Irk, quick. Irk cracks the whip all the time, right? Yeah. So. I, no, but I could see it. I, I think you're right. I, I think in an educational setting or like a, almost like a tutorial setting I, like where you're mentoring somebody or was, if you're at school learning, like maybe you're collaborating, that might help. When Ross arrived i remember both of you spending time with him just kind of looking over his shoulder this is a monitor answering <laughs> questions <laughs> <laughs> here's where the coffee machine yeah, yeah. is here's the bathroom yeah yeah all the important peer, shit you repair yeah. everything with yeah. him sure yeah. that is but, a keyboard um, <laughs> these are consonants <laughs> this is a w versus no, yeah. a b vowels. w's vowels. and b's we had to introduce yeah. vowels okay. vowels were yeah. introductions yeah. 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 Wobbles. 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 W
when you... He's not even here to defend him. <laughs> I know. I told him to get his ass in here. When you ramp up a new developer, like half of it is just like, this is what's going to trigger an error in our style, you know, our style correction, you know, our linter. Oh, yeah. This is what we, we want four tabs or, or two spaces or what do we want? You know, we want but, 100 I mean, you, character you lines. You both sat next to him. But, yeah. We, it took various times for sure. to get him up, caught up to speed. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much of actual code you helped him with, but I mean, it was we more than... We wrote it all. Here's your environment. Good luck, yeah. asshole. Yeah. yeah. No, that would be totally useful. Yeah. Here's a ball. Play with yeah. it. Yeah. Get out always of the blue. Way. Always blue. Yeah. In that case, either screen sharing or maybe even this collaborative app. But I mean, this but even this collaborative app, cool. like you still wouldn't be able to use it really. You wouldn't like the idea of, hey, I'm going to code this section. You're going to code this section. It would be my turn now. Training. Let me tell you how to code yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. the wheel. And that was I my know. point. I, I yeah, know that's not per programming. Sure, sure, sure. In the case, in the case of. Uh, talking about tools, a screen, a screen hero had two arrows, two pointers, mm. and uh, you can uh, like double click on one place, and of course you are chatting with the other or talking with the other. So you will see, oh yeah, let me edit this place, and you have the access to uh, code in the same file, uh, although you. You aren't sharing the, the the file. You are sharing only the screen. That yeah, the, yeah. the screen has the ability to. It's like a hangout with the ability yeah. to uh, to click on your on your screen. Yeah, that, it ju- that's it, it. It just doesn't seem like this group that fits. And, and the yeah, reason I ask the question is, you know, it was raised. It was a news article. It was raised, and a group of people, some technologists that I have some respect for like yes this is awesome and I went really I don't, in the startup, I don't think it's in the startup environment pair programming is very very popular I I know but like but do we really think they're getting real value out of it it it's would be my question it's because they are also they're not all about investing a lot in testing they 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 <clears throat> want their programmers to use uh, to be to to cheap uh, uh, right after the commit, they they are shipping well, faster. With, with than, but I, I think, but I think that's still that a waste. Well. That is a du- double uh, how, how, double blade uh, yeah. double sword, sword. Uh, because you don't have uh, testers that are more uh, tar- uh, that that are targeting more the business rules. You only have the pro- the programmers discussing about the code. Yeah. And they get abstracted from the yeah. business. Yeah, and th- this is one of the things we fight with all the time is, you know, developers focusing on a very small window, not understanding yeah. the business process, doing what they did. It works for what they did, but then you plug it into an actual functional system and it broke the business process. Yeah, it broke other things that all they had to do was run through the the process once, and they'd have realized, oh. That, that was a bad idea. I need to go back and rethink it. So I, I think that's, you know, <laughs> putting two people together that are going to think in that sort of vacuum isn't going to improve things considerably. Yeah. It's, you know. You might as well just have it. It would probably be more useful to have a product manager just watching all the yeah. decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, actually. In my opinion. We got a uh, this just in from uh, a loyal listener saying that uh, <laughs> there's going to be a, a vote on the net neutrality coming up soon. Oh. And, uh, and Trump's FCC says they're going to roll it all back. They're pretty much yep. going to say that it's not, um, the Internet is not a utility. Um, and mm-hmm. even though, like, 22 million people have signed, you know, petitions and every single major, like, 
company is like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, yeah, no, it's going to get repealed. I think they'll throw everything into this new tax plan that they're going to get passed. They're going to repeal Obamacare, remove net neutrality, and then pass this new tax plan all before Christmas and just fuck everything up. They're going to try. <laughs> they're going to try their best. Well, they're going to try. I mean, this so, one, I don't know who controls the FCC. Well, the, the net neutrality is more dangerous because the FCC head can just do it. Yeah. So it, unless Congress steps in and legislates a solution. I mean, well, that's why it's dangerous is the Obama FCC kept the protections in place, but... I thought they did need a vote. Like, he's the head, and he probably has a ranking. He probably has a, a majority. Uh, what is it, like three people on the board or four? I mean, he can like fire that? whoever he wants. That's true, <laughs> You know, I yeah. mean, he's in charge of... Yeah, I mean, I guess vote. if he really wants yeah. to go to bat for it, that's yeah. he can happen. do it, and then it's just up to Congress to say, wait yeah. a minute. Well, he but. wrote an article in the Washington Journal, which was uh, the Wall Street Journal, which was like, it was just really, it was basically saying that, like, people have, like, uh, expanded, like, 55% less in terms of, like, dropping cables out throughout the nation, and then, like, anecdotally, some company told them they're not going to go forward, they might not go forward with a new Wi-Fi initiative, an at-home Wi-Fi, which is like, you know, basically Xfinity, how they open up your router for, so other people yeah, can so guest they, log in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So some yeah. companies said, hey, we might not do that. I'm not exactly sure how this impacts that. Uh, yeah, well, well, they're claiming I mean, it'll there's... stop micromanaging the Internet yeah. and allow it to, to foster yeah. more innovation. Yeah, but I read the article. It sucks. There, yeah. There's nothing... No. Interesting, uh, legally, policy-wise, technically. I mean, he, he made no article. It was ten paragraphs of bullshit. I mean, I don't, you know. So how, you feel so about how it, on this argument. one, because there is no vote, how do consumers attack this? How do you make your voice heard? A post yeah. on Facebook? Eh, whatever. Well, we have to break the the petition website again. What, don't they? Doesn't the FCC have a public comment uh, period? Before they enact they all did. these things? They got 22 million public oh, okay. comments on oh. not repealing net neutrality already. And they said thanks. And then he's away. basically like, yeah, no thanks. Fuck oh, you. Okay. Cool. I don't know if contacting the FCC would. I mean, I almost think you'd be better off contacting your your I, senator and your representatives yeah. to tell uh, yeah. them that you want a legislative solution. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I figure is the best thing to do is tell your representatives you don't like this, you don't want this, and hopefully... They can influence this. In a letter, I, I will say in a letter Trump from is, Apple. I, I could see Trump over... Trump is weird, and then once Trump figures out that people don't like something, he does sometimes turn on these these Republican plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could see... like what, And he likes to fashion himself the hero, so I could see him letting this FCC guy overturn it, and then him being like, oh, you know what, I'm going to fire you. Veto, you know, yes. Yeah, I, I will know, save the say, day. I saved it for you. Yeah. yeah. You, know. yep. you saved the elephants this week. So Yeah, the elephants. Uh, you know, he... Those UCLA players we talked about. <laughs> I mean, what, was it DACA or the Dreamers thing he yeah. said? Yeah. He's like, actually, I'm going to put it on hold after the uproar. You yeah, know, yeah. Like he, uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens. It will be interesting. Um, but that's a fight worth waging is, I guess, my point. Yeah, definitely. So um, you guys know who... Uh, who Ray Kurzweil is, right? Nope. You don't know who Ray... Is he so a neighbor? Ray Kurzweil is the sort of one of the genius brains behind AI at Google. He's done a lot of uh, Google work uh, sort of moving the ball for them on all of this stuff. And he's been one of those guys who, like, he predicted um, uh how long it would take to map the human genome. Okay. So he's been one of those sort of future thinking guys. 
Um, Sounds like a fucking nerd. I used he's to follow a, that forever, though. He's a major nerd, and yeah, uh, his name. he basically thinks that AI, you know, all this uproar about AI and and um, Elon Musk saying, you know, watch yourself, this is a bad idea, and all this going on. Ray Kurzweil said, don't worry, yeah. guys, you're already blended. Humans and AI already work together. You already do this because you have this phone in your hand that has the knowledge of the world at your fingertips. We're just bringing that closer to you. Um, there will be embedded stuff, but basically humans and AI will merge, and the time frame for that is roughly 2030. Yeah. So about 12, so 13 years away. There's yeah. a Wait, there's what? This article that's, he's got what eight, does that mean, crazy, eight crazy predictions by this guy. Eight is ubiquitous Wi-Fi, meaning the entire world will be covered by Wi-Fi at some point in the mm -hmm. not-too-distant future. He predicted 2019 in t 2005. Nobody saw Trump coming, so probably give it another 10 years. Uh, an asteroid won't kill us is his number seven. Um, I won't go into exactly why, but, you know. That's amazing. <laughs> Loch Ness Monster falls. <laughs> number four. Working from foot. home with yes. VR, with virtual reality, will become very popular. Workspaces will become obsolete. Number four will become a letter. <laughs> Don't worry about disease. Um, <clears throat> Don't worry about, Don't worry about what? disease. Okay. Hang on, hang on. reading headlines, so hang on. <laughs> Not, nanobots will exist, and we'll be smart enough to this combat diseases. Because in a diseases. futurist, he's a fantasist. Um, medicine and technology will meet and start curing a lot of things. Um, we're going back into virtual reality again. He's got a bunch of real... Two, P. Diddy will change his name again. <laughs> Computer surpass humans in 2029. Uh, that'll be a turning point. Uh, humans number. will become machines relatively right around the same time. 2029? start replacing Hold things on. in our 2029, I think he said. Yep. Do, you know, do you know how complicated... He's talking about some type of merger between uh, AI and the human brain? Yes. I Do you think know how complicated the human fucking brain is? No, but that could no be something as, as, as close to our current technology as an embedded thing where just, like, it records everything we see. Like, I look at somebody, it tells me who their name is. But so even the, that, So the, yeah. talk, the talk that I saw a piece of, mm -hmm. basically he starts by talking about the fact that the human genome, the, the reason that's the one I pointed to was mm -hmm. he was the guy that after the first year of working on this, all of the experts said, oh, my God, that was ridiculous. It's going to take 700 years to, to actually do this. And he went, no, actually, it's probably going to take like seven. But that's like that's and just a took, statistics problem that he solved. It, yes, and it took like seven. And, and he bases a lot of this discussion on statistics. Mm -hmm. He's doing modeling based on those statistical analyses of how fast things progress. And he's looking at where we are today, where we were a year ago, where we maybe or the last three years and he's going okay well you know what it looks like it's going to be about here and it is very much based on statistical analysis mm -hmm. that's one way to look at it i agree there may be other ways to deal with this but it's fascinating to think that a guy is willing to sort of go through that math and put it at that level and say you know what we're not we shouldn't be worried about the machines because the machines are over the course of the next five, six, seven, ten years actually going to become more embedded with us? Mm -hmm. It's going to be this symbiotic relationship. It's not, well, they're over there and we're over here. We're all kind of blended together. 
and he's citing biotechnology and what's been going on in that space and the things that are being worked on effectively to put machines in our bodies and let them do jobs for us, disease management and, you know, whatever. Um, so he that's what I think he's focused on. And I'm not saying he's right, but it's a different take on it than we've talked about before. So I thought it was worth talking. It has a little bit of overlap. He has a little bit of overlap into what Sean talked about um, over the summer where we exist so that we can introduce artificial intelligence and computer into the universe, right? right? That's kind of the ultimate evolution of why we're on this planet was something you said. And his number one, his, so the last two ones were humans become machines, earth will be made of computers and the universe will become a supercomputer in that, again, we're putting out this technology that was, we created here that's Mm going to outlive us all and spawn out into the universe. So um, that overlap of human and machine where machine wins. Yeah. Yeah. Again, by the way, speaking of machines winning, the latest freaking t- Terminator robot. You weren't here. We, I think we talked about this. You already last did week. last oh, week. Was it the same company? Oh yeah, Boston. The Boston, Boston robot. Every every three yeah. months we talk about like the latest thing that they have. Now yeah. this robot's doing fucking karate flips, <laughs> like he's a fucking ninja, like ready to murder. But didn't me. he fall over at the end of it? Like, like well, they showed like the first yeah, yeah the bloopers where it's like he the first the time he did a slip he kind of was like oh and he fell forward. It was like. Who hasn't fallen forward doing their first backflip? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, when I did my first... Wait a minute. I've never done a backflip in my life. <laughs> exactly. Which is why it'll murder you. It's fine. He's it's probably going to fuck up the first three murders. Don't we? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had a... No, no. It, imp- I always worry about Skynet and Terminators. Are we going to get Dion to rebuttal on what we talked about last week? If he would have listened to it. Oh, he didn't listen to it. That's all right. So, what was still- it? Still your assignment. Something about passwords, I think. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Fuck. That's right. Great. So uh, uh, for future uh, reference, that Did will come back Did we want to bring up, up time shits, or is that kind of a thing that is beyond this week, too? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think we should probably think about winding down. All right. I, I do have so, a good vendor, uh, Scott. Oh, Some of us are hungry. Submit, Please. Uh, this morning from our uh, friends in New York. Uh, so just to give a little background, this person, uh, could care less about the NFL, uh, and he gets a vendor scum, and it's been a couple, uh... Sports in general. Well, this sport. This person... He doesn't care about any sport. No, he he cares about sports, but not NFL. Okay. Sounds like a European... He doesn't care about any sports at all. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh. No, I, I mean, he doesn't care about NFL, but he cares about other sports. Go on. Forget John. it. Yeah. He doesn't care about any sports at all. <laughs> okay, so says, hello, turkey, praise, and football are what I think about around Thanksgiving. To add to the excitement of the holiday, I want to propose a little fun and have a friendly wager. Here is my proposition. The Giants and Redskins will be squaring off Thursday, November 23rd at 8.30 p.m., where the Redskins are the favored if they do not win by seven points or more. We will send you some gear of your favorite sports team. However, if the Redskins win by seven points or more, you entertain an informal 15-minute chat to learn a little bit about what we do and how we keep help streamline email cyber resiliency. I've never experienced this. Somebody like betting me. I win, I get a meeting with you. Let me know if we have a deal. (laughs) Let me know if we have a deal. You might get somebody to think about it twice. So 
the guy kept on emailing back. Sure, yeah. It's like, hey, do we have a deal? Do we have a deal? <laughs> he should wait till the first quarter and see what the score is. <laughs> yes. So it's like, hello, so-and-so, happy Thanksgiving. The game is on Thursday, and the Giants are coming off a big win against Kansas City. Do we have a deal? I'll take the Redskins to win by 14 or more. You get the Giants. This is rich. This is a That's guy. That's a pretty big spread. He, he will probably get that gear. He's been 14 on, points. He's been on our podcast before. He is not a sports fan yeah. at all. Oh, he's yeah. not at all? Zero sports. I thought maybe soccer or something. No. Or rugby. No, he yeah. doesn't give two shits about okay. <laughs> the sports world. So this is like, yeah, yeah, nice try, this big guy. This is like saying this to Aaron. Yeah. And saying, you know, and, NFL and even, team. Even he's a bigger sports fan because... He watches soccer. <laughs> he'll watch soccer and he'll play and, you know, rich? No. So mm-hmm. I think he should... Respond and say okay twenty one and I'll take your deal, <laughs> or it's like you know make a counter offer to you. Him. Should, you should definitely suggest that and tell him this is what you want because you know when you win because it'll be you, he won't want yes. whatever jersey or whatever thing comes in. Get, yeah, it's any sport, so you could oh, get yeah. like a Blackhawk jersey or whatever. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's not so bad. Um, so w- one last thing I, I wanted to throw out. Did you guys see that there is a a new space nation? No. You mean a nation that declared itself in space? Yes. No, I did not see that. Asgardia (laughs) is the world's first space nation. I'm so pro. Um, You should sign up. Yeah. Because it really takes very little to join this space nation. On November 12th, Asgardia cemented its presence in outer space by launching the Asgardia 1 satellite. So they've actually got... Uh, a spot, effectively, in in the space, uh, in the uh, orbit of Earth. Um, The nanosat is roughly the size of a loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) And it left NASA's Wallops Flight Facility in Virginia, and it's got a little bit of data on it that belongs to 18,000 Asgardian citizens. It's a serious thing. This This is real. Space Kingdom. Space Kingdom. <laughs> Could I get, um, you know, there's those like fake Kentucky Colonels. Can I get like a little plaque that says that I'm like a Duke of Asgardia or something <laughs> like that? You probably can. They should start selling that shit. If uh, I mean, I bet a lot of people buy that. I can only imagine I'm that's talk to them. the end game for whoever created this, right? Is totally. yeah. I got to get some money out of this somewhere. I would love for this to be something that is created as a joke uh, or like just some shady business reason. And that becomes like a real thing, kind of like Scientology, you know? Um, yeah, well... Just, like, 100 years from now, it'll be like the proud citizens of Asgardia. Well, there's that one country off the coast of England that's like an old oil platform that they used for pirate radio and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Sea something? I forget what it's called, but it, yeah, they, yeah. they declared themselves a, a country, and <laughs> um, they had their own law system, and then they just used it as a de facto radio station. Right. So, so this rocket scientist, 53-year-old rocket scientist, uh, can't say his name, says he is single-handedly bankrolling this project for a sum that is undisclosed. Regularly re- reported to be a billionaire. He is reported, reported. to be a billionaire. <laughs> Although he has never appeared on the Forbes Rich List, the Azerbaijan-born Russian graduated from the Azerbaijan State Oil Academy in 1985. That's how you pronounce that? Yes. Wow. Three years later, founded the Sokium, a software and consulting firm, turning uh, turned holding company with over 10,000 employees. So th- there's your leader of Asgardia. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a kind old man. Doesn't it look like it? It looks like uh, uh, wow. 
what was the oh shoot um there was a kids show back in the day he looks like um uh garfield was that his name garfield oh, yeah, goose yeah, yeah his owner isn't that garfield With goose the, yeah i think i'm gonna pull this guy up i'll show you guys what um what the garfield goose guy looks like looks like it actually um so there's a lot of people from Illinois and Chicago. I think you should look into joining Asgardia. Holy That's, cow. I mean, there's also, I saw a story about this guy who started his own country in the desert of Nevada. It's called the Republic <laughs> of Malasia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a micronation surrendered by the United States, founded by Kevin, this guy. In Kevin. Headquartered. <laughs> Our dear leader, Kevin. Kevin. But I saw a story about him. <laughs> this guy, he, you have to see yeah. the, the picture of this guy. He has yeah, his own <laughs> currency. <laughs> he has like a, he's the commander and it's hilarious. Man, awesome. Um, I'll post two it. people from Mokina are in Asgardian. Well, I don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather live on a loaf of bread uh, ten miles above the earth than live in Mokina. <laughs> That's what they're saying with that. <laughs> well, and that actually makes some sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we should wind this down. Is everybody ready for lunch? I just yes. yep. got my first. Uh, um. um uh oh. An emoji from an hey. iPhone X. Wow. Did it come from our friend B? It came from my friend Mike. Oh, okay. I told him that the... Ooh, he, he's the, our guinea pig. I have not even heard it yet. I'm just going to play it raw right on the air, and we'll see what he says. I basically sent him a picture of the beer of the week and said, um, this is an amazing beer. This could be so and he goes, wrong. does it scream? And I said, it screams flavor. And his response is, let's see if this picks up. Sounds like unicorns do exist, and you found quite the screaming beer. Go Brickstone. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's a marketing professional. Okay. Uh, no, really. Well, meanwhile, it's a talking unicorn saying that to me. Uh-huh. So whew, that's the guy that came to your show. Yeah, yeah, me. I know Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. I thought you were going to share that beer with us. I thought we were all going to get a taste because that's the only one there was. It was amazing. <laughs> Sorry. So everybody got a good taste? That's all I have to oh, say. Well. Anyway, we we have been the Worldwide IT Guys. Thanks, Ross, for coming so in at good. the end. Appreciate it. Yep. You should have been here earlier. Um, we did talk about you a lot. Yeah. Peer programming. But we'll talk about it later. <laughs> have a good week, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Later. See ya. <laughs> what are we doing for lunch, anyway? Check the checkbox to accept months. the Constitution of Asgardia. So I'm check almost the there. <laughs> I agree to the terms and conditions. Rule. I accept the Constitution. <laughs> is it, which one is this? The one I, I posted? No, Asgardia. Oh, he's actually signing up. Do you have to pay? I have not gotten there yet. We, we shall see. I don't think so. I'm guessing you have to pay. No, I don't think so. Uh, Didn't look like it. I don't think you do.